Hey there, my name is Adam Messer and you are checking out this podcast. I interview authors, artists, and entertainers and other creative people, talking to them about their creative process and uh, how they overcome obstacles and things like that. So this podcast, I also do daily uh, podcasts and I do weekly interviews with those folks. So check it out. I hope you enjoy it and hit me up in the comments. Thanks. All right, everybody. So today's episode, I want to talk about a couple different things. Um, got a poetry show coming up next month, a couple weeks, and um, I'm working on a poetry book, actually two poetry books. And I got a couple other books that I am working on. So um, with my 90 day challenge, I uh, did not finish the Blood Thrasher. Um, the next novel, and uh, there are a couple things that went into that. Uh, I missed my 90-day deadline because um, I decided that I needed to reformat and change the way that I was writing. So I started using the uh, Save the Cat Writes a Novel, and in between uh, my 90-day challenge, I also wrote a... um, a short story uh, called Wrong Turn. I went to uh, a submission for a horror anthology, and that uh, it took me two weeks to do that. But that was the first time I used the Save the Cat writes a novel format. So here's here's the thing um, why I decided to, to do that because first of all, uh, I really enjoyed the Save the Cat writes a novel. Um, I've been struggling with you know, figuring out fiction. Okay. So with my writing, I write articles, I do interviews and stuff like that. I have a format that I use with, uh, business articles and research for like when I was doing academic papers and stuff like that, I had a format that I used. Um, and I would use that format over and over again. And it it helped me, you know, just subject to subject, you know, when things change, I could use that format and it would keep me, you know, my structure. Well, that's what Save the Cat Writes a Novel did for me uh, by Jessica Brody. And I was so uh, happy to use it that I even actually uh, contacted Jessica Brody and I interviewed her on my radio show. And I thought that was, you know, I was just really impressed with it. So you can check out the episode with her, the interview with uh, Jessica Brody. And so here I am in the middle of this 90 day writing challenge and, um, had some personal things happen and, you know, some other stuff going on. My, uh, job changed, um, still work for the same company, but where I work changed, my hours changed. So, you know, I had some different things going on, um, with that. So not making excuses, just talking it out about, you know, what happened. So I decided that I did I did want to redo it, um, so I started working on the the 15 beats, and I think I was using it wrong. I think I wasn't using it the right way because um, I also picked up Jessica Brody's uh, Udemy course, U D E M Y. It's like a online. They have courses on a lot of different stuff, you know. So if you want to learn from an expert. Um, you can pick up their courses. Some are, I think some are free. Some are, you know, like inexpensive, but some are, you know, affordable. 
I don't, I don't I haven't seen any that are expensive, but um, you know you definitely want to check it out and see what you know if you're looking for to brush up on your skill sets or something like that. But I picked it up and I started watching the videos. Um, I picked up three of her classes or her courses or whatever, and I started watching the videos. And I figured out that the way I was setting up my 15 beat sheet for the Blood Thrasher was just wrong. So I have restarted that and I'm working on that. So I have a new goal. The um, the next Blood Thrasher novel is going to be out for Halloween, and that'll coincide uh, with the horror anthology. So that's coming, okay. But I am going to use the uh, the 15 beat sheet, and I'm going to use uh, that structure, that format for my writing. I've I've just I've just decided that that's what I'm going to adopt. Is that um, Save the Cat writes a novel? Because it's a it's a formula that works and that is successful. And what it is is it's the hero's journey that we're all used to. Um, with that, so there's that. So Blood Thrasher is coming, and I apologize for the delay, but I didn't want to put any garbage out there. You know, I had uh, a lot of good feedback for the first uh, one. You can check out, if you haven't read Blood Thrasher, The Devils of the Metal, that's on Amazon. You can still get it for like 99 cents if you have a Kindle. Or if you don't have a Kindle and uh, you've got Amazon, uh, you can get a Kindle app for free. You don't have to have a Kindle. Actually, I don't have a Kindle. I have an app. Um, So that's what's going on there. With the other one, uh, I'm doing a rewrite for some of the content for the wrong turn, okay? So that is something that I'm doing because the editor and I spoke and uh, there were just a couple of things that, uh, that she wanted to focus on for her anthology. And so I'm doing a little bit of content editing um, based on her suggestions, but also the using the 15 beats, I also can see where some of that stuff that I did, uh, you know, being new with it, um, I needed to work on it and polish it and, and uh, you know, make it better. So that's coming. So I got some new stuff there. Um, now into the poetry stuff so if you if you're six and a half minutes in with me right now thank you so much i appreciate you hanging in there with me i'm gonna try to you know just keep this like concise and you know on point talking about you know stuff that's going on so thanks a lot for hanging in there um i'm gonna save this one and go to the next chapter okay so on to the poetry part of this episode all right I interviewed a gentleman named Brendan Walsh for the Savannah Morning News, do Savannah, and he had um, a tour stop here in Savannah for his American, his great American poetry crawl. And I'd never really been to a poetry reading like that. Now I've been to a poetry show, um, which was really awesome. I'm going to talk about that in another episode, but shout out to my friend Camille Flynn who put on um, 
her show Explicit Lips in November of 2013, and I was actually part of that show, not as a poet, but as an artist. So, but uh, anyway, going back to Brendan, uh, Brendan Walsh uh, came to Savannah, his his second stop on his tour uh, for this great American poetry crawl, and um, I had a chance to interview him for the article, and then turns out that he was doing it at E. Shaver Booksellers right down the street from the WRUU studio. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see this guy. I'm going to go meet him, talk with him, you know, in person. I I enjoyed speaking with him on the phone and then also uh, working on the article and and talking with him about that. So a week ago Saturday, I did that. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed listening to them. Um, there were uh, three poets there. Brenda Walsh. Um, then there was Melanie Goldie and Tony Morris. So Melanie Goldie is uh, a comedian and a poet. Um, she's here in Savannah. Tony Morris is uh, a poet and a professor at Georgia Southern. Uh, university, and it was just really interesting. I had a chance to do some videos. If you want to check out my Instagram, you can check out the uh, the videos where I talked to them a little bit. I got some pictures, and I actually was able to film um, Brendan and Tony. Um, I kind of walked in right when Melanie had just started, so um, after I got settled in, I was like, oh, you know what? I could take a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I missed hers. But I did ask her to recite uh, a poem, so you can listen to her poetry. Um, you can listen to one of her poems in her um, little interview, which was really cool. So, okay, so where does this where does this all leading to? What is what is this all building up to? Why am I even talking about this? Right? Okay, so I used to write a lot of poetry, um, and when I was in high school, um, I would write a lot of poetry about different things or whatever. Um, never published any of that stuff, never shared it with anybody. Matter of fact, I don't even have it anymore. I've lost it. Uh, you know, like my sketchbooks and all that stuff when I moved and, you know, I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Um, but over the years I would write poetry and, uh, I would write different things or whatever. Um, I used to write a lot of rhyming poetry. I also would write free verse poetry and, um, listening to these three poets, I was like, you know what? I want to put it out there. And Monica Lee Floyd was on my show, uh, about a month ago. She's a, a local poet here in Savannah. And I decided to share a poem that I wrote called, uh, stargazing. I wrote it about five years ago and I had submitted it to the Isaac Asimov magazine it was rejected. It wasn't accepted, but that's okay. I don't really care. Uh, but that was something I wanted to, you know, to do. It was the first time I'd ever sent a query in uh, for uh, a publication, and I published it on my website. I put it out there on my adammesser.net, and then I I actually read it to Brendan at the um, at the poetry uh, crawl. It's the first time I'd ever read a poem uh, to anyone um, first time I'd ever shared a poem like that and um, 
I decided that I was going to write poetry again. So why am I doing all this on top of it? Because I feel invigorated by doing it. I, I love sharing my work. I love you know doing my thing and getting out there and pushing it. Um, and, and writing poetry, believe it or not, for me, it, it's something that I enjoy. Believe it or not, I, I wrote 30, I thought it was 35, but it was like, like, like 33 and then a couple snippets. Um, 33 poems over the weekend between Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And poetry is, I feel, an expression. Writing is an expression in the first place. I mean, we're communicating with writing. But I feel like poetry is an expression of, of feelings and thoughts and... Um, that it should evoke emotions. It should uh, resonate with the human condition, and that's what I. That's those were the feelings that I had when I was listening to their poetry. You know, like Toni Morris has this one about Elvis. I remember as a kid, you know, listening to Elvis Presley, and um, you know, I know he certainly was a huge influence on on pop culture, um, especially in the last century, and. I thought about that. I was like, you know, I like poetry. So I'm writing a poetry book called What the Night Taught Me. And then as I started writing these poems, um, the other day I had a lot of time to kill. uh, And I wrote like 19 poems in a couple of hours. It was just uh, in the flow. uh, It was... It was just an incredible little session of writing. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Now, the, the crazy thing about it is that what the night taught me is it's a book about insomnia, really. I mean, just about waking up and you know, having these you know, different thoughts or strange thoughts sometimes in the middle of the night. Um, and I wanted to capture that. But the other day I was writing, and I was writing stuff about just random things that came to mind, you know, from social issues to observations to um, feelings to thoughts, you know. And I decided that, well, I want to separate those poems from the ones that are, you know, basically... uh, what the night taught me and so there's a second book that I'm calling uh, Random Meanderings so those are the working titles right now they're subject to change of course you know something might change but the second book is just a a collection of random thoughts and and feelings there's that boom so yeah I am putting out uh, I guess it's going to be a series of poetry books, so you can look forward to that if you like poetry. All right, so where's that all leading to? What is that all leading to? You're going to have to wait for the next segment. I'm going to chunk it up, so I'll be right back. All right, so here's part three. What is this all leading to? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> all right, I have my radio show called muses memoirs and more the adam messer show on sundays and if you're listening to this podcast uh you've probably seen some uh the other episodes you've listened to some of the interviews that i've done with authors artists entertainers musicians um poets actors 
Uh, there's a lot of different people, screenwriters, you know, a lot of different creative people. And I am going to do a poetry hour on my show. And I'm going to call it Word Beat Poetry. So I put it on Instagram yesterday. I did a little poster for it. I already have two poets signed up. Chiasa Serang, whom I met at Explicit Lips. She uh, She's a poet, and she's very good. I enjoy her poetry. And also, uh, Melanie Goldie, who I just met recently um, at the Great American Poetry Crawl. Now, Melanie uh, runs her own poetry group uh, live I guess uh, open mic type thing where people can come out and and perform their poetry so I'm going to do my show on the radio it's going to be on Sunday August the 11th 2019 from 4pm to 5pm and it's going to feature several poets performing their poetry on the radio live so you can listen to them live on uh, 107.5 FM or you can live stream it WRUU.org or of course the podcast will be available that afternoon evening um, featuring those poets I have poetry that I'm going to recite I'm not used to reciting poetry uh, so something I noticed is that it is a performance um, there is a lot of I guess emotion there's also the cadence of their voice and that's something that I'm not used to doing I'm used to just reading you know not deadpan but just you know reading like um, out loud type thing and even that I'm not practiced with anymore because I I don't read out who reads out loud uh, anymore really I mean unless you're reading to your children or to a school group or something Um, so that's something that I have to practice but yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be called Word Beat Poetry Hour. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's actually something I think I'm going to do as a monthly uh, episode. Um, having different poets perform, talking about poetry, talking about you know what, what it means for them to be a poet, how they got interested in being a poet. And of course, um, sharing their work. I think it's a it's going to be a neat platform to be able to give people uh, a way to talk with the community and express their 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 work and share it with other people. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. So that is that, everybody. So dun dun dun. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. Now you're in the know. But yeah, check it out. Um, coming up August the 11th, 4 o'clock. It's going to be a start of something really interesting and new. I think that, you know, I mean, there's a lot of poetry stuff out there. But I'm excited about this poetry hour, this Word Beat Poetry Hour. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be um, just enjoyable. I think that people are going to people are gonna really like it because I like poetry. I enjoy poetry, and apparently I didn't realize it, but I enjoy um, listening to poetry and performances, so I know that other people do, 
there there was a packed crowd at East Amber Booksellers. So I'm going to make some posters up and put them around town, um, letting people know that they can listen in for this poetry hour. And it's free. I mean, it's, you know, you can listen for free. It's not going to be an open studio where people can come in. Um, we don't have the room for that, but it will be where you can listen for free. So thank you so much for checking out this episode. Um, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening into my podcast today and uh, let me know what you think. I really would love to hear from you. Uh, you can hit me up on social media at uh, facebook.com slash author Adam Messer. Twitter is A-D-M-E-S-S-E-R. Instagram, A-D-A-M-M-E-S-S-E-R. Or on my website, www.adammesser.net. Love to hear from you. Thanks.